Today on the Infinite Energy Podcast, we are covering the energy of connection. This is a fun one for us. We're excited to connect with all of you about this energy. So stay tuned for this episode. Hi, we're sisters Kay and Shai, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite Infinite Energy. Today is all about the energy of connection. Whether you're connecting with the people around you, connecting with your environment, connecting with animals, or maybe connecting with media or electronics, hey, connection is all around us. Right, and next week we're gonna talk about leadership and John Maxwell, so don't worry, we'll come back to that subject next week. But I just wanna bring up his name now because a book of his that he wrote is called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. And that book has actually had a humongous impact on Kay and I. serves as the basis for the curriculum of all of the Maxwell method of marketing material that's taught within the certified licensed Maxwell leadership team. And so we use this book all the time when we're talking about marketing, because when marketing's done right, it's really done at that level of connection. But man, Kay, as I was thinking about this subject and driving in here today, I couldn't help but keep thinking about like connection in terms of synapses in your brain and in terms of different people that you want to connect them together and in terms of electricity making connections. So connection, maybe we traditionally think about it in the one-on-one personal way, uh, it actually encompasses so much more. It really does. And, and what happens, you know, if we think about, let's go to that maybe electrical connection, right? Thinking about what happens when you're able to plug something into a wall socket, right? You make a connection, an electricity connection to a device that needs electricity. Well, what happens when that connection is made? that device lights up, it turns on. All of a sudden that device has function. And so connection itself serves as a very influential energy in our lives. So much so that it's one of the, as Shyla alluded to, one of the best ways to create influence when it comes to others. Because when we are marketing or we're speaking or we're leading, connecting is where we're going to be most effective. But before we get too far into it, Shy, I think it's time for our definition of the day. That's right. It is. And this one might get an award in the Infinite Energy podcast because we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six points here under the definition of connection. We won't read them all to you, but here is a handful of the phrases that come along with connection. One, a relationship in which a person, thing or idea is linked or associated with something else. Two, the action of linking one thing with another. Three, the placing of parts of an electric circuit in contact so that current may flow. And then number four, a link between pipes or electrical components. And so on and so forth they go. But what we're really understanding is that there's this linking happening, whether it be through electricity, through people, through subjects, or through other things that I can't think of right now. (laughs) But don't we know that links are where some of the most important things happen when we're able to bring them together? You might be uh, familiar with the euphemism that the, the chain is only as strong as the weakest link, right? We understand the power of connection and the power of the strength of connection. But 
we've seen this demonstrated not only just in regular old life, but in studies as well. Now in Bucharest, Romania, back in the early 1900s, they did a study on connection with orphans and children and found that the health of children who lacked connection uh, to humans, to other humans, connection being physical touch, that physical connection, came out on the other end severely depressed, emotionally challenged, and some who were babies that were not given physical touch even died in the experiments. And so the science demonstrates and the horrific experiments involving children demonstrate that connection is not just exciting and fun and important, but something that's necessary for the very basis of our human existence. Right, that, that basic human need for a connection. It's not just for babies and kids. He, adults need connection to that social connection and that feeling of loving, uh, even not even loving, just that feeling of connectedness and that ability to relate with others. It, it supports our mental well-being, our physical well-being, our stress responses. We People who have better connections report having higher levels of happiness, of satisfaction, of social relationships that last longer and friendships that are positive. So this connection piece is, is good for all of us. You know, you might be thinking, well, of course, you two can talk about connection all day long because you're sisters, you have baked in connection. That's great for you. But last year, Shyla and I were actually starting to feel a little bit disconnected, not just from each other, but from our environment and from the things around us. In fact, we got it cooked up into our heads that the only way to solve this connection issue was to move our families into some form of land somewhere and become like feral farm people, homeschool our children by a river and, and just move in together on like three acres and and homeschool our kids, right? And to do this. And so we're on a call with our mentor and we're lamenting to him that we aren't feeling very connected with our environment. We weren't feeling as connected as we wanted to feel with each other. We weren't feeling very connected with nature. And and he says, you know, instead of maybe buy 10 acres of land, homeschool your children, go a little feral, why don't you try connecting more with each other as it stands? And if you want more connection with nature, connect more with nature as it stands. And Shai, we've made some pretty big connection changes since then that have strengthened our relationship. Well, as you can imagine, Kay and I already spend quite a bit of time together. We do business together. We do life together. It's a lot of logistics that happen together. But what we we hadn't realized was missing from that was that just personal level of connection. Things had gotten too transactional and we just were so close. We were losing that forest for those trees because we were right there in the in the thick of it. And so we were we 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 got to this place. I mean, come on, tell me you've been there, right? You're like, F it. We're selling it all. Oh, totally. We're moving states away. We're buying big land. We're going to have chickens. Oh, yeah. We're living off the chickens. We're going to raise our garden. Oh, yeah. No, no. Me and the river are now best friends. We've all been there. This is what the lack of connection will do for you, right? All of a sudden, you're ready to throw everything away and run away, right? And so even Siri's getting excited about that. <laughs> yeah, let's run away, right? But what our mentor helped us see was like before you, you guys, you know, so tell, paint the picture then the mentor says, paint the picture of what this looks like. Oh, it looks like we wake up in the morning in our separate houses and the kids are playing in the meadow in between. And we meet in the little communal breakfast area and have some breakfast and maybe do a yoga class. And, you know, and we would do our work in our shared space. We kind of paint the picture and he goes, okay, there's a lot of those pieces that you could create now. Like how often are you guys having family breakfast together already? Uh. Not very often. <laughs> I guess can't even really think of the last time we did. Okay, well, when's the last time you guys took like a yoga class together? Like, oh, 
it's been a little while. And so we realized that we weren't missing the whole new life. We're just missing <laughs> connecting pieces within our current life that were making us want to run away. So instead of throwing our lives totally to the curb, we decided to create some of those little stepping stone connection pieces. A few more family dinners. <laughs> that ended up being the thing that we needed to create more electricity in our lives, to give our lives more energy, to give it the energy that we were seeking, which ultimately was more family connection, more more connection with our kids and more connection with one another. And so we're not here to, to preach from the connection sermon mount. Like we're not here to do that. There is there is no mountain of connection like we are. We are not masters no. of connection. No, in fact, oh, we stumble forward in connection and have broken many a chain. But what we have found in the process is that connection is not only important to our mental health, but it's incredibly important for our business and, and our business dealings as well, both in our influence and in in the way that we expand our opportunities. Right, there's so many different ways that it applies in the from what Kay just said there, right? From an influence model, what does influence mean? That means somebody doing something you want them to do and hopefully they want them to do that too, right? We're not manipulating with malice, we're trying to influence with integrity, right? And so we're, we're finding ways to connect with them, maybe help them solve a problem or an issue. So we're influencing them in a way, right? So we're doing that with integrity, we're wanting to do that with connection, we're finding ways to relate to them. We're understanding what their pain point is. We're looking at our own journey in our own lives and saying, what have I gone through that's relatable for others? And then allowing others to connect with us on those things, which is often tough because those are your vulnerable spots. But that's where people connect the most. Right. Those weak spots are where other people can maybe look at their weak spots and say, hey, me too. And you're able to create a sense of shared uh, of shared empathy. Now, this can only happen if there is awareness in the individual of being able to set aside I. Now, when I was in the eighth grade, I had a brand new friend and we were having the best time getting to know one another. But one day she kind of shocked me when she said to me, Kay, every sentence that you say begins with I. And I don't feel like there's room for me inside our connection, inside our friendship. And this was so huge for me because for the first time I was oriented to the fact that in order to be in a true connection, that my side of the link had to be invested in their side of the link as well. Now you might be like, yeah, 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 that's obvious. But active listening and true empathy are keys to emotional and human connection that maybe sometimes get lost when we're in the day-to-day -day thinking of what's next or our needs. We'll talk a few, uh, talk about a few more keys that we've learned along the way in terms of connecting with others in our next segment. So stick around. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Now the connection 
connection and the links in the chain metaphor is really cute and great. But most of the time in life, when we're holding a physical chain, like let's say a necklace, we can see both the beginning and the end of the chain. Now, when you're in the chain of connection of life, sometimes it's more like I'm thinking like a large chain and you're on a sailboat and you're pulling yourself along or like a little like rowboat and you're pulling yourself along on the chain and you're in the fog. Like you don't know when you're going to pull yourself forward. You have no idea where you're going or where your connections are going to lead. And Shai, we have had some incredibly fortuitous connections along the way, uh, one of which that ended up ultimately leading us to Joseph McClendon III. But boy, did this connection train start with a lot of start and stops. And I even think it began in 2016. 2016, it did begin then. And we've had so many chain pulls into the fog that have bumped us into nothing. And you have to like let go of that chain and then row and then find another find chain. Find another chain. Right. Or like you let go of that chain and then realize there's one right next to it. Or you think that the end of it is actually just the connection to a new thing. So there are hundreds of those stories as well. But on this particular chain poll in 2016, the first bump along the way uh, was a, an, a meeting with us and an incredible individual named Jared Yellen, who's a developer of a marketing software. And he was introduced to us through Chris Robinson, who is a leader in the Maxwell organization. And Jared, who has developed this software for marketing, goes to Chris, who's involved in the Maxwell organization and says, I have this software that would be great for your members. And Chris goes, that's amazing. I have nothing to do with the marketing, but you know who does. <laughs> you got to talk to these sisters. And so Jared gets introduced to us. He tells us about the software. We're like, wow, that sounds great. But Kate's about to have a baby. We're not really sure how this is going to play out. But this connection wasn't willing to just drop the chain into the fog and let it go. He kept following along and following up with us and just checking in and continuing to bring updates forward and meaningful information forward. And to the point where we finally get to sit down, Case had the baby and we look at the software and we're like, oh my gosh, this is really amazing and would be great for the Maxwell members. So we start our journey on bringing this forward to the Maxwell Leadership Certified team. Now, at this point, we're in 2018. It's been two years of this chain pulling down the way, and we start at going down the path of getting it approved and, and ultimately rolling this software out to the Maxwell Leadership Certified team. Now, it's 2018, and we get in, we're like, yes, we get into our first presentation and there's some stop and start. The video won't play for the, the leaders are in the meeting to make the decision as to whether to bring the software forward and the demo video will not play. But we know it's the right thing, so we keep following up and then COVID happens and the company goes through a merger and all of these things blow up. And it wasn't until finally the fall of 2020 that we were able to launch this software into the team. And yay, now we have a partnership with Jared Yellen. It's launched, it's official, we're moving down the path. But some other really cool things popped in 2020 that had we not been in the midst of this connection and rollout, we would not have been proxy to. Well, what I love about this story of connection too is that it's not really about like, hey and Chai are so great at connecting. It's like someone was so great at connecting and following up with us that we were able to then see the benefits of it and then turn around and, and shine the spotlight on all of the different ways that this is, has benefited us and can continue to benefit both us and others as we all think about this intentionally. 
But yeah, we will launch the software with Jared. It, it is amazing. He also is launching a few other projects and things. He gets connected with Joseph McClendon III. He asks us, have you ever heard of this guy, Joseph McClendon III? And we've been to a Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event where Joseph speaks. And we're like, oh my gosh, he's a superstar. He's a celebrity. We've seen him speak on stages. Yes, he's amazing. And he says, well, he, it, the, a few other things have happened that we're not going to go into. But he says he's looking for some marketing help. And I thought that maybe you could talk to him. And so we did talk to Joseph and we're like, pinch us. Is this real? This I'll never forget the afternoon standing up late for the lash appointment. And I decided <laughs> not to go to the lash appointment. I did pay the cancellation fee. <laughs> uh, but Joseph texts and said, are you guys ready to throw down? I'm ready to talk. And that, of course, is a conversation that changed everything for us. And now it's coming up on three years since that happened. But none of that would have happened without a connection and a follow-up. And we partnered with Joseph McClendon III to bring about the Neuroencoding Institute, which is the culmination of his work as a neuropsychologist for the last 30 years, coaching princes of countries, celebrities, uh, athletes, and everyone in between uh, around their fears, phobias, imposter syndrome, and so much more. And so the connection that was made back in 2016, that was made because Jared made a connection with Chris Robinson in 2010 that then led to a connection that got made in 2020 that then led to us building a program that now has nearly a thousand people who are a part of it out there making connections in their own community, connecting with the content and the material. And so we see how sometimes you're pulling down this foggy chain and you just don't know when you're going to come into a huge clearing that's going to explode you, maybe into connection central. But that's the cool thing about connection is that we need it, right? We need it not only on a base level of survival, but for expansion and for expression, when we can connect with and for each other, we really see accelerated results. Right. And you can see how even within our story and our talking here, we're all able to use the word connection so fluidly, right? Like it means oh, a lot of different things, right? You can use it as like, it's this noun, right? I have a connection for that, right? It's a thing. I have a connection for that, right? And then it's also, it's a person. <laughs> oh, my right? connection can get us in through that, right? It's also this concept that we're talking about, right? Of being able to connect. A verb, we made a connection. Yeah, right, we were connecting, right? Exactly, so there, there's so many different ways, but this idea of linking together, and it's something we're so passionate about because we realize the power of linking together literally the two of us linking together in business and then life has made has made our life so much more expansive so much more supported and supportive and it's been so good for us and so it's as we look at the energy of connection we we've seen in our reflection of it and our analysis of it it only has benefits even though like we said earlier that vulnerability piece makes it really hard for most of us to stay open to you know what's interesting shy is that i recently was observing uh i have these stools i got them off of amazon they were fairly inexpensive. So they're not well made. <laughs> cost effective. They're cost effective. We'll put it there. So I get these, these stools on Amazon and um, they have four legs on the stool. So you just want to imagine a four leg stool. And at the bottom around three quarters of the way down at the base, there is a bar that connects all four of the legs. Now, one of the screws on one of the legs has come completely off and I cannot find the screw. Now the entire chair is now wobbly because the connection is not made on one 
one of those bottom four. And so, Shai, when you talk about that, the fact that connection strengthens us, like this stool literally is not strengthened as well as it would be because one small connection is out of place. And so maybe in your life, maybe you're a little bit like the stool. You're like, look, I'm functional, but I'm kind of wobbly. Maybe there's a connection out of place. Maybe if you're feeling like you want to yeet your life out the window and go move to a farm like Shyla and I were, maybe there's an opportunity for you to find a space where you could be more connected to your family, more connected to your faith, more connected to your fitness habits, or more connected to the logistics of your life, like your finances or your administrative happenings. The science of connection, when we're talking about it from that electricity, electrical component, is is straightforward, right? And, we're, and a very on-off, the connection is either there or it's not. You've got to, right, once the connection is flowing, then you, we've got energy going and those kinds of things. So it can be almost binary and very scientific to understand it from that perspective. But when we talk about it from the human perspective, it is far more finesse than, than a scientific equation can ever uh, muster up to. And so the understanding that we've got the science of connection, which does help us understand it, it, there's much that translates from understanding the science of connection in the physical space to the science of connection in the human space but then also understanding that there's this depth and this art and this finesse of connection uh, is something that i know we we work really hard on trying to be better at both cultivating our connections adding value to our connections expanding our connections and that we hope to help others with as well and so we'll try and talk about a little bit of that finesse that art and those connection styles in the final segment coming up soon. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze In is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. So let's dive in a little bit to how humans exchange connection. How do we create emotional and psychological bonds? What are some of the ways that we connect? Right. What are some of those ways that we finesse that connection, that we expand our ability to meaningfully connect and deepen with others? These are those. And I think, you know, oftentimes we think about the excitement of connection, the energy of connection in, in the positive way. Uh, but th there's a lot of connection that can be felt through some profound things, too. And we've been talking about that vulnerable side opening us up for connection. But but profound emotional experiences are places where humans can connect because it's places where humans experience the deepest depth 
depths of their emotional capacities. So emotional energy exchange is one of those places where we see connection really taking place. This is when somebody creates an emotional space. This is, this can be good or bad, right? Emotional energy ex exchange. Like think about maybe you've had somebody get angry at you. Maybe you've really had somebody direct a lot of anger at you. Have you ever forgotten that experience or is that experience connected in your memory now? I know I've had a few of them and they are very well connected in my memory for sure. Emotional energy exchange creates connections in big ways. Whether it's positive or negative, it can still have a major impact. And sometimes emotional energy exchange can be energetically draining. A lot of people express this in the idea of the social battery. In fact, Shai, we were just recently coming home from a trip. We were in Atlanta and we had a wonderful trip in Atlanta. It was great, but we were around a lot of people and we all stayed in an Airbnb, which means we were all social, which for Shyla is great. You're extremely energized by others. I can get a little bit of my social battery uh, drained in, in instances like this. But we found ourselves in the lounge in Phoenix. We were at, had a little bit of a layover. And so we're in the American Express Lounge in Phoenix. It's beautiful, would highly recommend. And there is a young girl who is sitting next to us and Man, I just did not want to connect with people. We had been with people for 72 hours, but I could feel something about her energy that there was something opening for maybe an emotional energy exchange. And what we found was actually a new little sister. Well, by the time I make my way through the buffet line, I've got my Oh, vegan lo mein loaded up. I've got my little hot oatmeal cookie ready to go. I've got my salad. And I was so surprised to come around the corner and see Kay connecting with this younger woman individual uh, because I knew where she was socially with that drained battery, um, but came over and I was, was a so excited about the food because it was so, so good. good. And you're all thinking that food sounds so good too. And, and B, I was, I was surprised and ready to release you so that you could go make your plate of food. And then I got to connect with this delightful individual. And turns out she was a young woman who was on an impressive journey, who had some fun things to share, who we might get to connect with or follow that chain down the fog a little bit more later. We'll see. But following that, when you walked away, neither of us felt drained or like that wasn't an experience worth having. And so I was glad that you followed the tickle on that. Ah, well, what was fun is that she was headed uh, on a, she wanted before she was 25 years old to visit all 50 states in the U.S. And she was headed to go do numbers 49 and 50. Washington, Washington and, and Alaska. Alaska. Yep. So she was <laughs> off on her flight to go do this. But in that moment, we created emotional energy exchange with this young woman. Now, this young woman was at an an accountant. She's had some things like Shyla said, there might actually be connection for us down the way. There might not. Who knows? But Jared, in 2010, when he made a connection with Chris Robinson, thought there might be connection for that down the way. Who knows? In 2016, when we had connections with him, we thought, you know, there might be something down the line for that connection wise. Who knows? But when we participate in emotional energy exchange, the, the exchange of story, the exchange of experience, the exchange of how we're feeling in a moment, we create connection in a really powerful way, oftentimes in a way that doesn't leave us totally drained. 
While emotional energy exchange often happens with the communication and thought energy exchange, which is happening usually congruently when we're connecting, we're also connecting with uh, with communication and with our thoughts um, alongside those feelings. Now, when we're we're connecting through communication, obviously we mean words, but our body language is a big piece of that. In fact, I, I can't help but be thinking about this emotional exchange alongside this body language exchange. And in our family, when our dad's eyebrows go up, <laughs> it means that he is increasingly frustrated or upset Stressed. with you. Right? Stressed. Matt, maybe we'll even just call it angry, right? Like, so the <laughs> higher up those eyebrows went, the more we knew. And that the, the amount of exchange and the amount of connectedness to his emotions just based on that eyebrow barometer <laughs> was enough for us to communicate quite a bit without words ever being spoken. Right? Think about that. What was it in your family? Was it a sneer on your the dad eye. or your mom or the eye, right? From grandma? Are you like, you knew when the shoe came up that things were getting in trouble or, or whatever it was, right? We we have this way of exchanging connection that goes beyond just our emotions, right? Communicating through our words, communicating through our body and communicating through our energy. Now, one of the ways that we create connection, and this is actually a little bit of a shortcut hack to creating connection, especially if you're looking to create connection inside teams. This is through shared experiences and memories. This is one of the reasons that it's so difficult to lose someone that you love or to go through a breakup after a long-term relationship because you've got shared experience and memory that lives alongside that person and it creates such deep connection inside you because it's engaging those currencies of thought communication and the currency of emotion. Yeah, the super hack is have a shared experience with anybody you're trying to create connection with. Find ways that you can highlight an experience being shared together, even if you're in a larger group setting, right? Say you're in the Amex lounge and you want to connect with the young woman sitting next to you, then you're going to talk about the shared experience you're having. Have you tried the vegan lo mein? It is so good. I would highly suggest you get one of these cookies as well, right? You're going to you, shared experience. It's what we're both experienced. It makes it easier for you to connect. And so anywhere that you have shared experience with school, work, trips, conferences, this is an excellent place for connection. Now, another connection hack that might be a, a, a really simple one for you is to utilize a set of neurons that we are all given. Well, most of us, it, there are a certain people who do not have them, but those are mostly like total sociopaths, okay. like clinical sociopaths. So if you do not have these you might want to get checked. Anyways, these are called mirror neurons. Now, mirror neurons are put inside of our brains in order to give us empathy. You may notice that if somebody starts laughing, that you may feel triggered to start laughing as well. It's one of the reasons that laugh tracks were so popular before everybody figured out what they were there for, because it, it encouraged people to laugh at the jokes inside the shows. And so when you're looking to create connection with somebody, you can physically mirror their actions in order to help them feel more connected to you. You can also verbally mirror them by repeating some of the things that they've said to you back to them. And you can do this really effectively even by 
small, simple things. And Shai, you do this one really well. Like if you're sitting uh, at, at, at lunch with somebody and they order an unsweetened iced tea, you can activate their mirror neurons by also ordering an unsweetened iced tea. If they choose to put their glasses on for the meeting, maybe you'll choose to put your glasses on as well to increase their connection with you. Right now, you don't want to be a weirdo about it. No, come on now, be subtle. <laughs> yes, treat this power wisely. <laughs> you now are in on the secret, right? Our Lest brain, you be a stalker. Yeah, our brains are literally wired to like those that behave like us. If somebody is behaving like you and they're not being overt about it, your brain unovertly is going to tell you that you like them more, which also helps activate reciprocity and trust. And we know when those things are activated that there's more feelings of connect connectivity and of connection and of willingness to do more and to, to collaborate more. And so I love the the hack of the mirror, the technique of that. And and now you are entrusted <laughs> with this great secret. Our dear family members use it wisely. Your sisters are giving you great powers here. So use them wisely. We hope that you've enjoyed the energy of connection today. And hey, if you want to connect more with us, we would encourage you to do so. Come follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn and TikTok now too. So please come be a part of it. And hey, if you have yet to subscribe to the Infinite Energy Podcast, please, please, please go subscribe. Please hit uh, like, give us a rating, give us a review. We'd be more than happy to have you continue to stay in the family. Remember, this comes at you with the most connected love from your sisters, Kay and Chai. Bye, everybody. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.